Hey, this is Chris. Hope you're doing well. And welcome to Popcorn Finance, where we discuss finance and about the time it takes to make a bag of popcorn. Coming to you live from the, what would we call this, the ballroom floor? Yeah, the Fincon Central floor. Fincon Central floor here in Orlando, Florida. And I'm joined by Nick True from uh, Mapped Out Money. How's it going? It's going well, man. I'm, uh, I'm feeling a little tired, so I got to bring the energy up, you know, get ready for this popcorn finance business. Know, man. Oh, man. If, if, if only we just had a microwave right here on the table. If I know? had a microwave on the table, I'd be eating so much popcorn, you wouldn't believe it. Well, Nick may sound familiar because you, you've been on the podcast before. So I have, yeah. I appreciate you coming back. We talked about uh, your Airstream and your wife and yourself traveling around yeah. and kind of living a more mobile life. Yeah, so, uh, we were just getting started last time I was on the podcast, actually. So we've been at it for about a year now. It seems crazy. Man, that's man, time flies by. That, that doesn't feel like a year ago It does. At all. It does. <laughs> hey, well, I, I have you on here because you brought up an interesting topic because a lot of times, you know, we, we, when we're budgeting, when we're looking at our finances, we're, we make a distinction between needs and wants. But you said it's kind of, it's, there's more to it than that. It's not just those two categories. You kind of have to think about it a little more deeply. So I'll, I'll let you introduce it. So, you know, what, 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 is the, what are the other areas we need to look at? Or what, what part of this do we need to look at more deeply when it comes to needs versus wants? Yeah, Chris. So I think, I think the problem is that most of us understand the, the difference between needs and wants. We're taught this as little kids. You know, your, your mom is in the grocery store with you and she tells you, look, no, you don't need that toy. Okay. Mm-hmm. You need food and water and a place to sleep. You don't really need anything else. Yeah. So that means everything else becomes a want. I think the problem is that as we grow up, we never really stop to assess our wants versus our, what I like to call our really wants, maybe the things that we actually really want. So everything just becomes a want, right? The, the candy bar, the coffee becomes a want in the yeah. same way that the vacation becomes a want. Or like for me right now, I told you I'm saving for a kayak. That's a want, right? All these things become wants. And with our budget, if we don't sit down and really think through, okay, what things do we want the most? How do we set some priorities? then we're going to be really frustrated. I guess the way I look at it is if you have a set amount of money, right? All of us have a set amount of money. Even if you're making, I don't know, a bajillion dollars a year, (laughs) right? Like it's still a finite number, okay? And so that means that I want to spend as much money as humanly possible on my really wants. And I want to minimize how much money I'm spending on my kind of, sort of wants. So that's a conversation I'm really trying to get more people to think through is I'm not telling you to don't spend money. I'm saying stop spending money on stuff you just kind of want. Yeah. Let's figure out how to save it and spend it on the stuff you really want. Because I don't, I don't think there's ever been a time other than now where it's been this easy to spend money. Oh, and yeah. You buy literally anything you want, yeah. any time of day. Yep. Someone's willing to take your money, process yep. it, and ship it to your house. Yep. So how, how, how do you navigate that? How, how do you go and take the time to determine what to want versus a really want for you? Yeah, so I think a couple of things. One, I make a point at least once a month to kind of review the budget, meaning I don't just say like, oh, am I on track? Have I been spending within whatever limits I've set for myself? I actually think through the type of spending that I'm doing. All right, so, okay, now I see I'm spending $500 a month on groceries for me and, and you know my family. Okay, well, what's actually inside those groceries? Do I like what I'm buying? Like, I, I want to reassess the things that I'm doing, right? Mm-hmm. Right now, me and Hannah, uh, we currently each have uh, $60 a month each that we just go blow it money, just mm-hmm. completely free spending money. And But I want to question every single month, okay, I'm spending that, but am I spending it on stuff that I like? Like, am I spending it on T-shirts that I really want? T-shirts are a big thing <laughs> for me, so I like those. Um, so uh, for me, it's it's planning a scheduled time to sit down and just think through what are the things that I care the most about. 
And then the other thing that I like to do, Chris, is, and this is, you know, it's different if you're not married or, or have a significant other, but Hannah and I try to make a point at least once a quarter to talk through kind of the bigger goals that we have in our life, right? Are we trying to save for a house? Are we trying to go on a certain vacation or take a trip? Do we think we're going to have kids anytime in the near future? Like kind of the bigger stuff and see if that changes because it changes over time. And yeah. I think that's something people don't think about. Yeah. So. That's, I think that's my thing is if you sit down and make a scheduled time in your calendar to say, okay, this is actually not just to look and go like, am I hitting the budget? Now I just want to say, what do I want? You know, yeah. ask yourself, what do you want? What do you want life to look like? Yeah. You know, I love that because I think so often it feels like we're thinking about the things that in our life that are going on. Yeah. But really, how often do you really stop and really evaluate and think yep. about the way you feel about stuff happening in your yeah. life? I know I rarely do that. And it's something I've been trying to work on because yeah. it's so easy just to get in your routine. You do what you're yep. going to do every day and you don't really know why you're doing it. You're, yeah. just, you're just doing it because that's what yeah. you do. And I, I really love that you're bringing up the point of, you know, really taking time, focusing, thinking about what it is that, that's meaningful in your life. And even in with your spouse or totally. on your own, it's, uh, I think it's great. Because no matter what you're doing, even, even if it's not related to money, it helps to sit there and really think about it and, yeah. and analyze it. And we don't give ourselves, I don't think, enough time to do yeah. this type of thing. So, yeah. yeah. So, and you bring up a good point, Chris, saying, like, thinking about what you're doing. So, there was actually a study that came out a few years back with the Harvard Business Review. And they found that over half of the decisions you make every single day are based on habit. They're not actually based on conscious decisions that you make. So the place you go out to eat at work, the clothes that you wear, the people you hang out with, the stuff that you buy in the store, the things you order off Amazon when you're browsing, all that's based on habits, most of it. It's not actually based on a conscious decision that you're making in the moment. So that's my big challenge is I want people to start making more conscious decisions and fighting that habit-based buying. I want you to start doing conscious buying because you get to spend money on stuff you actually like way more often when you do it that way. <laughs> exactly. And you're going to be way more happy with whatever totally. you bought in the, in the long run. So, hey, Nick, hey, man, I really appreciate it. I always do. You're, you're one of the busiest men or busiest men here at this conference. <laughs> you're, you're everywhere. So I appreciate you giving me a few minutes. Absolutely. To, to I appreciate you this. having me on, Chris. It's always a pleasure. Oh, man, it's always great talking with you. And, you know, one thing people should make a habit is going to YouTube and checking out Mapped Out Money. That'd be all, I'd be okay <laughs> with that habit. <laughs> so what, what do you have going on? What, where can people go and uh, learn more about yeah, you? Yeah, so right, uh, YouTube's kind of my home base. If you go on YouTube and you type in Nick True or you type in Mapped Out Money, I should pop right up. I try to put out a YouTube video every single week that's going to help you with your money and understand finance and, and go and be able to do the things that you want to do more of. So that's my shtick, and I hope you guys come check it out. No, it's great. I definitely recommend it. I, I love it. It's very, very down to earth. It just feels like you're just talking to us and like, uh, you know, we're all in the room together just having a conversation with us. So yeah. I appreciate it, Nick. And yeah, definitely everyone go check that out. It's, it's a lot of fun. You put out good stuff. Appreciate it. I appreciate that, Chris. <laughs> it means a lot. All right, Nick, take care. Enjoy the rest of your conference. Hopefully you can get some rest after this. Yeah, you too. I'm going to try. <laughs> all right, Reds. Your boy, keep it popping like Mary Poppins.